Tune in to the True North Podcast, where Talia Kyra Mirvash explores emotional awareness, authentic self-improvement, and personal growth practices that have helped hundreds change their lives, including her own. Talia is a certified life coach and speaker who helps souls navigate towards their own true north. Join Talia and her guests each Monday to see how you can navigate, locate, and recalibrate your inner compass to gain a purposeful, authentic, and fulfilling life. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to yet another amazing episode of the True North Podcast. Today, we are so lucky to have who we have in this episode, episode 105, with Dr. Sharon Grossman. And if you don't know about Dr. Sharon Grossman, she is a psychologist turned coach aka the burnout doc. She is a clinically trained psychologist and subject matter expert in burnout, mental health, and emotional intelligence, aka everything we love here at the True North Podcast. Associations and Fortune 500 companies hire her to be their closing keynote speaker to help their members and executives crack the code on burnout and create custom-tailored solutions for recovery. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Sharon has been helping high achievers who are struggling with anxiety, overwhelm, and burnout go from exhausted to extraordinary. She is the author of several books on burnout and mindset and the host of the Decode Your Burnout podcast. We've got so much to talk about and so much to discuss in this amazing episode right here, right now. Let's welcome Dr. Sharon Grossman. Hello. Hello, Sharon. I'm so excited to talk with you today, or I should say Dr. Sharon, because you're freaking awesome. And I think you're probably the first doctor that I've actually had on here to talk about something so underrated that is everything. We need to talk about this. So I'm so excited to have you here, Sharon. How are you today? I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, just to clarify, I am a psychologist by trade, so there's no MD after my name. <laughs> You're still a doctor. I don't know if you watch Friends, but even Ross Geller, who nice. is a paleontologist, he's like, I'm a real doctor. Um, it totally matters. And personally, I just, I think so much of your profession, it's just incredible to know the mind, understand it, and be able to help people with that. So I am just over here, like <laughs> fanning oh. you because that's so awesome. Uh, but Sharon, thank you. Thank you so much. We actually met very recently, randomly, and it was such a God moment. That's what I said when I was in the room with everyone this past weekend at a speaker convention um, conference that I just found out about. So it's lovely to meet you. You are a speaker, you are an author, but you are a burnout coach. And I am just so excited today for you to be able to share some just little nuggets of wisdom with my community today. So let's start us off. How did you get into this? How did you know like burnout was your match made in heaven for helping people with? So this kind of goes back to when I was in grad school. I went to the American Psychological Association's annual conference one year, and there was a breakout talk by a, a guy who was a, a psychologist in private practice. And his whole thing was about being in private practice and how 
physicians or not physicians, but psychologists in private practice often burn out. And at that point, you know, as I'm in school and everything, I had no intention of being in private practice, but it's always kind of a, an option on the table. And so what I remember is walking out of that session and thinking to myself, that's not going to be me because I'm not going to go into private practice. Right. Mm. Um, and so I started my career by working at a nonprofit and after being there for a while and going up the ranks and figuring that the only place for me to go from where I was, which, you know, I got to be like a supervisor and helping other clinicians was to go into management. I did not want to do that. I did not want to sit in a room talking about statistics, talking about, you know, just people who were going to fund the nonprofit. I didn't want to talk about like managing other people. I wanted to sit in the room with the patients and hear about what was going on for them. And that's why I went to school. Right. So I decided, okay, I have to find, you know, you talk about finding your true north. I had to find myself outside of this first job out of school. And I started looking at all these different options. And one by one, I recognized that they weren't a fit for me. So one of the things I actually talk about a lot is, at least for me, the thing that has always centered me is my value of lifestyle. And while that sounds like this romantic notion, I mean, it comes with some sacrifices, I do have to say, right? But like, I will pick something because it is a convenient option in terms of the fact that I don't have to sit in traffic or that I don't have to go across bridges and tunnels, you know, and that might sound ridiculous to some people where they're like, you go after the dream. Right. And I'm mm -hmm. like, mm, for me, that's not the dream. Like I don't want to sit in traffic every day. That's mm -hmm. just that, that kills the dream for me. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I started looking at all these different options that were out there for me and none of them actually fit. And so I got to a point where I was like, well, if it doesn't exist, you have to create it. And I think your listeners who are entrepreneurs will appreciate that. And mm -hmm. that's essentially what happened is I had to become an entrepreneur, which meant going into private practice. And I remembered that talk. It was in the back of my head. And I said, if I'm going to do this, I have to do it the right way so that mm -hmm. I don't burn out. So mm -hmm. that kind of started me on this journey of figuring out how to crack the code on this. And one of the things I did as an example was I found a location for my office that was walking distance to the gym. And I would set my hour such that I would see my morning patients, take a really long break in the middle of the day, go work out, have my lunch, see my afternoon patients, and then go home. So there were no nights and weekends. I wasn't taking work home. Uh, everything was you know, encapsulated within that parentheses of like my morning to my afternoon. And it included my workout so that I had no excuses. Everything was taken care of. And that's, I think one of the benefits of being an entrepreneur is you get to call the shots. Yeah. It's yeah. Just a lot of times we forget to include ourselves as part of the <laughs> recipe and we work, work, work. And then we end up like running out of time. Mm. So I, that's kind of how I set it up. And then I started working with really high achieving 
professionals who were struggling mainly with depression, anxiety, and trauma. And after doing that work for a few years, I really wanted to niche down and I decided that I was going to focus in on burnout because that was something that a lot of them were struggling with. And we were talking about things like stress, but I wasn't an expert in burnout. I didn't really know that much about the subject. I could tell you if you're stressed out, how to change your thinking so that you don't feel as stressed out. Or Mm -hmm. I can tell you that maybe, you know, this is how you build a habit or this is how you break a habit, but didn't really understand all the nuances of burnout. So I started doing some research and I decided I was going to write a book. I really needed to get in there, read everything that existed on the subject. And mind you, this was 2018. So this is pre-COVID. And at that time, the only thing that really existed about burnout was mostly for organizations who are, you know, the, the book's emphasis was the, you as an organization mm. has the responsibility of doing X, Y, and Z so that your employees don't burn out. And I thought, well, if I am my patient, right, if I am that professional and I'm working in X company, yeah, I can't sit around and wait for them to do whatever it is they're going to do. We right. all know there's bureaucracy. We know that there's all kinds of financial constraints right. that they're not always on board and whatever they do may not be helpful to me. And so I thought, well, that's really disempowering. I want to write a book that is focused on helping the individual take action. That if you're the kind of person who is an action taker, which is the kind of people that I like to work with, uh-huh. and I'm going to give you the exact tools and strategies that I know work from my 20 years of experience as a psychologist and from all of the research that I have done. And that's basically what I did is I compiled all of the tools and things that I had been sharing with my therapy clients to help them manage their stress, you know, really get in control of their mind, all of these things. And then I added on all the stuff that I found was relevant through the research and created a real like step-by-step blueprint for the reader. Wow. Wow. That is the tools and strategies part where you were saying you did the research, you looked into it because you could, you designed your life to be burnout free. Almost you designed your practice, your, your lifestyle around, like you said, the convenience, the, the flow so that you weren't annoyed or impacted negatively with other things that you cannot control. You controlled it. You took ownership of that. And now you're that example or you were that example for your therapy clients, and now you're here. And so I want to talk about how you shifted that after the 20 years of psychology and and practice and really doing all of that to the book being written. Now you're here speaking and a coach. So how did that transition turn into coaching? Because it it really is, there's a huge difference between therapy and coaching, but you mesh the gap because you have both expertise there and now all this background to bring into the coaching world for yourself and your clients. So I just want to know, how did that click for you? How did you connect the, the therapy with coaching world? So when I started the private practice, another thing that I was kind of cooking in the back in the background was um, this is a, a factory model where 
you get X amount per patient visit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you're kind of capped. And I knew that uh, staying in that model is a burnout model. Mm. And so I, I knew that while I was doing that, I had to start creating my, you know, my dream job where um, I'm not confined to these kinds of limitations that it's not uh, about cranking out more hours and more hours. It's about um, really expanding the reach and doing Mm. something that's more um, monumental, if you will. And so that's where things like online courses come in or speaking comes in because you can reach many people uh, with the same amount mm-hmm. of energy as it would take to reach one person. So like, I'm here talking to you today. And if you and I were doing a one-on-one, we would have a conversation and you might ask me these exact same questions, but because we're on a podcast, when we're ha- having our conversation, hundreds, thousands of people have the opportunity to listen in. And so this is an example of how you can really take whatever your work is or whatever your message is and think bigger about how to really get your message across and, and work smarter, not harder. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's actually one of the things in my book that I talk about is um, we talk about effort. And then a lot of times people burn out because they're just putting too much stress on themselves. They are working way too hard. And when they're not able to accomplish what they have in the time that they have, their solution then is to put in more time. Right, right. That's what we automatically go to is success equals how much, how many hours, how many clients, how much this. And it's like, actually, it's helping purposefully, intentionally. And like you said, this reach is a lot stronger and more powerful when you're standing in a, a format if you will, of something that feels more aligned for you, which is the speaking coaching aspect to be able to help not just more people, but people that actually align with that model. It almost is like you're, if you're cranking out the numbers, following this set curriculum, and then they have to drop off because their insurance doesn't cover or something. It's like, well, how does that, that's not fully getting the job done. That's not fully helping. It's really almost, I don't want to say being a part of the problem, but it's almost like, hey, I'm actually not following what I'm teaching at fully. And now you're like, now I am because now, right. now there's no limitation. Now there's no structure behind. Well, there's structure, but there's no lack or time limit or time frame to cap someone from their potential. Right. So we've get, we've given a few examples like podcasting uh, also is to contrast with radio is content that stays online forever versus radio is it's gone after that segment is done. Right. So you have to also think about, um, it's not just about sharing it with many, but how can I create content that Mm. sticks around? Right. Mm. Or like I spent two years writing my book and, you know, this is like a, a pretty dense read, right. I've, I've, this has got, you know, something like 400 pages. Okay. Um, but when I put this on Amazon one time, it just sells forever. Yeah. Right. 
So this is an example of when you create an asset and you do it smart, you don't have to keep showing up and repeating yourself, yeah. you know, as in like an online course where you just record it and then you sell it. Or um, if you're a speaker, you create your signature talk and then you go out and you deliver it many times over. You have to create right. it once and then right. you go out and deliver it. And every time you deliver it, you get paid, you know, potentially thousands of dollars. Yeah. So, so these are different ways that you can show up for your business and your message can be anything really, right? It's not, it's not specific to uh, one niche. You, right. you can talk about so many different things. Um, and I, because of my background, I really speak about stress and burnout and mindset and mental health and wellness, those kinds of topics. And while um, that's not, you know, we can think about, oh, you know, that's really pertinent to like the healthcare industry. Yes. And so that's perhaps my go-to, but it's actually pertinent to every industry. So no matter who is uh, putting on a conference, if they're a human, with a mm -hmm, brain, mm -hmm. then they're going to be stressed and I can come and speak to them. Yep. Right. So, so that's not true for everybody's topic, right? But for, for some topics more so than others, but even if you had a very niche topic, that's only right for one industry, there are still so many different opportunities where you can take your message and then rinse and repeat. So these are all different ways that I think about my business and how to be really strategic in terms of where I spend my energy and where I, uh, you know, will find other kinds of opportunities to really expand my reach. Definitely. Definitely. I love how you said that strategically because we have to, and I, I would say intentionally just think about what is causing burnout in your life? How can you shift your energy? Where are you spending your time, your money, your thoughts? What are you consuming? All of those things go into how you're getting more burnt out or less burnt out. So let's talk about that. What are some signs of burnout for our listeners today? How would I know if I have burnout? Let's just take a quick moment to chat about something so exciting. The Compass Collective. The Compass Collective is the TCM's community private membership. This is your opportunity to connect with not only like-minded, miracle-minded individuals, but to connect with yourself on a deeper, authentic, spiritual level. This is where we cultivate healthy inner work, y'all. This is where the inspiration, motivation, and deeper meaning all come into play. I'm your guide, and I will be in your back pocket every step of the way for six months. This is our monthly membership. You can join at any time and you get six months of access to a private app and a private community all to yourself. You'll have me in your back pocket sharing wise words, inspiration, and motivation, as well as you'll all be the first to know my new offerings and upcoming events. Plus, you'll get huge discounts on retreats, private sessions, and programs. You pay less than a dollar a day, and you also get free TCM talks included every month for six months, y'all. This is 
unbeatable, and it is the best part cost effective. So make sure to subscribe, make sure to go below in the show notes and sign up for the Compass Collective today. You can visit taliakairamurvash.com slash the Compass Collective to reserve your spot now. I'll see you inside. Let's get back to the show. Yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, To simplify it, I always like to say that burnout is basically just chronic stress. So think about things that keep showing up and every time they do, you're stressed out. So if you're the kind of person who gets really stressed out when you're stuck in traffic and you have a job that you have to commute to and every single day going there and coming home, you're stuck in traffic for an extra hour, that's, that's a chronic stressor. And that is something that if you're not managing your own mind around it can definitely burn you out, but it can be a hundred things. It can be, you know, something at your work. Maybe you are working in a team and you're the kind of person who's in a role where in order for you to do your piece of the puzzle, you're waiting on other people to do theirs and they're procrastinating or they're not following through and they're missing deadlines. And now you're stressed because the timeline gets squeezed and now you have less time to work on your piece. Right. So then you're like, Oh, well, that's not in my control. These are people that like, I have to wait on them. That can be really stressful. And if you have to deal with the same people all the time, that's an example of a potentially chronic stressor. There are so many different scenarios that I can share with you about what what uh, burnout is. But the, the bottom line is this, everybody gets stressed out for different reasons. So you and I might both be commuting from the exact same neighborhood to the exact same job. And you might be like, this is amazing. Like I get to listen to my audiobook on the way to work or I'm listening <laughs> right. to podcasts or I'm making all my phone calls. And then when I get home, I'm like done. Right. Yeah. And I might be like, this sucks. I hate this. I feel so trapped, you know, and I have all these negative Mm. messages in my head that stress me out. And so if you are, um, it's so in in other words, it's not the situation that Mm. causes the burnout. And this is where a lot of people really miss the mark. They become, they, they start to feel really disempowered because they feel like a victim to their circumstances. And so one of the biggest things that I want people to take away is that it's absolutely not about that. Okay. Yes. Like some circumstances are definitely easier to deal with than others, right? Some are more challenging. I'll give you that, but it's what you do with those situations that really matters. And the other piece of it is that even if you're feeling stressed, it's like, what are you making that mean? Because a lot of times people get stressed about being stressed and that mm. only the whole situation. So actually, one of the things that I talk about in my keynote is how to think about stress differently, mm. right? So we can talk about how to feel less stressed. That's one piece. Then we can also talk about if you are feeling stressed, like what that actually means and how it's not necessarily a bad thing, how you might be able to turn that around And that can help you with your situation. And then we have the people who are already burned out. And it's like, so now what do I do to recover? And a lot of what I talk about, and you know this because you tuned into my podcast. Um, So I have a podcast called Decode Your Burnout. And what I like to talk about is what specifically 
burned you out because mm-hmm. everybody, as I said, burns out for a different reason. And if I'm going to give you a, an umbrella kind of solution, like just take off two weeks vacation and you'll be fine. Right. It's kind of like, take this pill and call me in the morning. Um, <laughs> that, that doesn't work for mm-hmm. everybody. And it's kind of a band-aid approach mm-hmm. okay? because here's the deal. If the reason you're burned out is because of the way your mind works, right? Like maybe you're very self-critical. Maybe you're a perfectionist. Maybe uh, you're, you have a lot of anxiety and you're worried constantly. All of that is going to be a total energy drain and you're going to show up to work. And over time that becomes this chronic stressor because it doesn't change. Right. Right. If I tell you to take a two week vacation, that might be nice, but when you come back, your brain hasn't changed. You're going to just burn out again and again. So what I really like to do is help people figure out number one, what caused you specifically to burn out. Right. Then based on that information, we can create a customized recovery strategy. So if you are somebody who's highly anxious, we got to deal with anxiety, right? It's not about the vacation. It's about the anxiety, right? So that's what we're doing. We're looking very specifically at how to customize this whole approach because Um, yes, in this book, it's giving you like a lot of the tools and the strategies that work kind of blanket statement across the board, because this is allowing you to learn how to manage your mind. It's teaching you time management strategies. It's teaching you how to think differently about your situations. It's talking about how to change your relationship to yourself. You know, if you're very, um, hard on yourself, that's a chronic stressor. So all of these things we're talking about, we're talking about mindfulness. We're talking about practices like meditation. There's everything under the sun that you need to know is in the book, but it's still not necessarily customized. That's of the readers to say, how does this apply to me? And then work, work that out. But if you want to kind of see it in practice, that's what we do on the podcast is we have people come on, they share their story and I'm there decoding it for them. And I'm saying, you know, you're clearly a thinker. You struggle with a lot of anxiety. So, you know, tell us what's helped you overcome your burnout. And they'll say, well, I did this, that, and the other. And then the listener then has an opportunity to say, I really identify with that person's version Mm -hmm. of burnout. If Mm -hmm. these tips help that person then maybe I would benefit from those very specific tips. So powerful to have that individualized, customized approach because it is not one size fits all. That's what I say with my clients too. It's it's not just here's this Band-Aid approach that I've heard works, here you go do it. It's, well, maybe it's journaling for you. Maybe it's doodling for you. Maybe it's dancing for you and drumming for you and Reiki for you and yoga for you and uh, so many different things. It's not going to light every single person up the same way. And so finding that compass, letting yourself, that's what I call it, is just navigating from that place where you're magnetized towards whichever tool aligns with you. So the fact that you have all these tools in a book, let alone people come on your podcast to display different types of burnout and how they've gotten through it. I mean, you've 
you've really hit the nail on the head with how to help people with this specific stressing lifestyle that our culture, our beautiful culture that we're so proud to be a part of helps us kind of really get out of it. We need to get out of the, the hustle bustle, crank it out numbers, all the, all the stressors that we have. It's really about how you view the stress, which is what you said. I made a podcast episode about that, like a year or two ago, and it was very similar to this about, well, what is it that you're stressed about? Can you identify the stress? Because that's what you do. What is the cause of your burnout? And it's, it's so powerful to have awareness because awareness is the first step into change. As I'm sure, you know, your listeners know anyone here, that's a high achiever or an ambitious soul knows that, oh, we have to have some awareness or else you wouldn't have clicked on this episode today. You don't, you don't think that, or, or when you think that you have a little bit to learn, or when you look at something with a little bit more of an open mind, that awareness does you wonders, but it doesn't do much unless you implement. And so that's where you come in and create that customized process for someone to go through. So I think that's so helpful in recovery too. Just if you're recovering from burnout, if you're recovering from anything holding you back and you don't know what it is, Dr. Sharon is literally sitting right in front of me. So I'm going to put all of these links in the show notes for everyone, but let's just go over it one more time. You have your book. What is the title of your book again? It's called the seven E solution to burnout. Awesome. Awesome. And seven E, what is, what does that mean? So as I was doing the research on burnout, you know, I had mentioned to you that I was spending a couple of years kind of reading everything that's out there and looking at everything that's pertinent. It occurred to me that a lot of the things that um, were burnout related had really just started with the letter E. And so I thought, this is fun. Let's, let's, you know, it's a seven stepper. Let's, let's give it, let's give that in the title. So it's the seven E's and um, it, it's anything from emotional intelligence to empowerment to things like I already mentioned earlier effort, but we have other things like engagement. When you're burned out, your engagement might be, you know, you might get burned out because you're overly engaged or you might be burned out. And as a result of that, you're, you're disengaged, right? So there's different things related to engagement. Um, efficacy is a big thing. That's essentially your belief in your ability to do your work. And what we see is that, uh, that gets affected when we're burned out because we start experiencing perhaps brain fog or something that gets in the way of us being able to focus and, as a result of that productivity goes down and we might find ourselves saying, you know, I used to be able to do that and now I can't, something's wrong. And then you just lose the confidence and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because you're like, oh, now I can't do it anymore. Mm. And it gets in the way. So we talk about that. We also talk about what I call enlightenment. And I use that term kind of loosely, but what I mean when I say that is essentially lightening your load. Mm-hmm. Right, your mental load, because so much of this is about mindset. So it's about how to um, utilize tools like meditation and mindfulness, um, how to align with your values, 
just everything that has to do with, you know, now that we've got everything else on board, right? Like we've dealt with your energy. That's another E uh, where we've gotten you to work smarter. We, we've gotten you to manage your mind, like all of these things. Now it's about uh, how to also sustain the results. And yeah. that's the seventh E and really focusing on uh, having that growth mindset and um, really, you know, if you think about it from like a hierarchy perspective, like enlightenment is like, you're at the top of the pyramid. Right. You've and, got it. <laughs> yeah. And so it's about like removing the ego and like really coming from the heart and things like that. So this is this, like I said, very comprehensive. I've got um, a lot of Buddhist kind of ideas thrown into the book. Uh, I was I definitely going it. through, through some Buddhist education when I was writing it. So that's reflected it. in there. I so love it's, it. <laughs> it's just a little bit of everything. I think that's fascinating. And I can see how you get so passionate and excited about it when you talk about it. And that makes me feel excited to read it because these are all things I love to learn about. It's just a never ending journey of learning different authors and speakers, perceptions and perspectives of how something is what it is. And so the fact that you researched so much and you found, oh, I could, these are all E words like, and seven E's. And I think that's, that's so clever and creative and that came to you and you put it together. That's just fascinating in itself. So I'm super Thank excited you. to order it and put it in the show notes for everyone to order as well, because my whole community, we love EQ, emotional intelligence, and all of the fascinating ways that we can up-level our mindset and enlighten ourselves so that we're just flowing through life and more ease and more clarity and less burnout. Yes. So, so cool. So cool. Okay. And then you have your, your checklist. I want to talk about that, your burnout checklist. So people can download that and just see which categories they check off for what they're going through. Yeah. So you, you asked earlier about symptoms and we actually kind of got sidetracked a little That's bit. Okay. Um, but, you know, the way that I uh, do it in the checklist, and, and it's a free download, it's available to everybody, but um, essentially I've, I've grouped them into cognitive symptoms, emotional symptoms, um, physical symptoms, because burnout can affect you in a whole slew of different ways. And sometimes you're experiencing symptoms and you're not necessarily attributing them to burnout. So I always recommend that people download the checklist and actually look at some of the things that are on there and say like, oh, I didn't realize that because of, you know, the fact that I'm experiencing these symptoms, that it actually might be a burnout situation. Um, and so that's part of that checklist. And then also hoping you figure out now that you know what the problem is, what you should do next. Like, what is that next step for you? Because people are often wondering, like, great, now that I know it, what do I do about it? And I'm all about taking action. So um, that is available on my website at drsharongrossman.com forward slash burnout checklist. I downloaded it and I checked off a couple and I'm like, oh no, am I burnt out? <laughs> and I think it's really powerful to just even check in with ourselves about, okay, maybe we have tools that go with the irritability or this or that, whatever symptom, physical, emotional, or mental we're going through to be able to check in with ourselves. And now you have this checklist to be like, okay, then book a call with me. Let's talk about it. Let's have a breakthrough session. Like you say, 
And to be able to then help them customize their recovery is everything. So that is just so powerful. Again, that awareness that you're giving people to even know, because maybe they have the tools, maybe they have a therapist, maybe they have something that they know works for them that they can be like, oh yeah, this has happened before. And this is my tool that I have in my toolkit in a notebook that's in the closet that I haven't looked at in three years. Oh, let me pull that out and see what I could do that might help me. Or it might not be the same. They might be in a new town, in a new relationship, in a new environment that is not conducive to their growth. So that's where you would come in and help them strategize and customize and make that such an intentional recovery for them. I think it's so beautiful. Thank you. And part of the reason I actually created it as well is because I had worked with a few people who were on their like second and third burnout. And they said, looking back at that first burnout, they didn't actually realize what was happening as it was happening. And so I thought, well, people need to have a tool to identify in real time that they are experiencing burnout right. so that they actually do something about it. So like coming back to you for a second, you checked off a few different symptoms. That doesn't necessarily mean you're burned out. It might, but burnout, I like to think of burnout as a, on a continuum and burnout has multiple stages. And I actually talk about this in my book. Um, we, you know, there's a, there's a model uh, by Freudenberger and North uh, Freudenberger is the one who actually coined the term burnout. And he talks about there's 12 stages. And so the further along you go down that continuum, the worse and more severe mm. your burnout is. So if you, if you download the checklist and you find, okay, well, I only have these couple of symptoms. It's, it's actually not too bad. You might just be able to prevent it from getting worse by having that awareness. Exactly. Exactly. And I did. And and that's why when I downloaded it and looked and it was like, oh, this is interesting. Okay. So this is a stressor. Okay. This is a mental, this is, you can really understand like what stage you're at and, and how to being a mindfully aware person who's constantly in growth mode. It's helpful to be like, okay, maybe we just need to, you know, lessen our load here or focus on what matters or cancel some of these only do this on these days. What feels good for you? And really just checking in with yourself, which is, it's a checklist. That's what you're supposed to do. So yep. super helpful there. Um, I think it's, it's also a sediment to, you know, you know, your material, you know what you're talking about. You've probably seen hundreds of people with the same, if not similar symptoms. And so one, one question I really just want to know real quick before we start to end is what is, what is a similarity or a commonality you see amongst women, high achieving women per se? Is there one thing? Is it not feeling capable? Is it, is it that anxiety? Is it, is there one or two maybe top problems that you see us women dealing with as, as far as burnout goes? Well, we all know that women often play double duty uh, at work and at home. And so a lot of the burnout that women experience is often about just having way too much stuff on their plate. Yes. Right? And sometimes it's because they don't like to ask for help. That's a big thing for women. And sometimes it's because they're people pleasers and they want everybody to be happy. 
So they are overextending themselves while putting themselves on the back burner. And that is definitely a burnout recipe. Definitely. I mean, I, I work with mothers, I work with entrepreneurs, I work with nine to fivers and we're all ambitious. We all want more for ourselves, but yet we can't quite find how to set the boundary or we, we, we have to really talk to someone about it to figure out, okay, this isn't working for me. This, this setup that we've got going on for women, it's not working for us. So I think it's so helpful that you can help people understand where they're at physically, mentally, emotionally, even spiritually from the Buddha. I think that's awesome (laughs) to be able to understand just how it can feel to lighten that load that we feel like we need to carry, but do we really need to carry, or are we just carrying it because that's what society told us to do? That is the exact question you need to be asking yourself. And that's where we're getting under the hood and really looking at some of these underlying mechanisms that are often in our subconscious mind. And so we may not be aware of them, or even if we're aware of them, we don't know how to change them. Right. Right. And that's, then that's what I come in to do is I help Mm -hmm. people really look at, you know, the root cause of things and how to get like unwind some of that. Yes, yes, yes. I always like to say like there's boxes and going through the boxes, brushing the dust off, seeing the root. Okay, what's under that one? What's under that one? And then you finally are like, oh, cool. The attic's cleaned out. Awesome. I feel so good. And I'm not going to let boxes pile up in here. And I'm just going to breathe and feel really good and relax. But you do have to get to that root first. So I'm so grateful I met you because this is so helpful. I definitely can assure you, my clients, my community, people will be following you on social media. I'll put it in the show notes and downloading your your checklist and hopefully buying your book because I'm definitely putting it on my list to read this year. It's it's the beginning of the year when this comes out. So by the end of the year, we will be so much better off without burnout because of you. <laughs> oh, well, Talia, I really appreciate you having me on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And I sincerely like hope that this has been helpful to your listeners. It definitely has. If If anything, it's brought awareness into our lives that burnout is this chronic consistent stressor in our life and we have the power to change that just like you were saying at the very beginning corporations are finally awakening to the fact that oh yeah their employees might be burned out and you're like we don't have time to wait for that we have to be the change that we want to feel so you're doing that and you're helping us with that so thank you so much Dr. Sharon Grossman, you have been such a light. So I appreciate you and we will definitely tune into your podcast. Can you tell us, is it called Decode Your your Burnout as well? Yes. Okay, perfect. Decode Your Burnout. Uh Perfect. We'll all go subscribe and listen as well. But Sharon, thank you again. Appreciate you. Thanks, Talia. Thank you so much for listening. Today's episode was one for the books, specifically Dr. Sharon Grossman's book. (laughs) It is below in the show notes. If you haven't already checked down there, you can get your burnout checklist, the link to her podcast, and so much more. Again, Dr. Sharon Grossman was such a delight and pleasure to have on. I hope you learned so much. Do not forget to subscribe to this podcast, the True North Podcast on Apple Podcasts and or follow us on Spotify if you haven't already. 
I look forward to hearing from you. Any feedback you have for us, we always listen. Send us an email at the show notes below, and we'll see you next Monday for our next episode. Take care.